Welcome to the Maker Mindset Podcast. Join your host, Mike Rubini, as he shares his journey into building and launching profitable SaaS products. Get ready to learn from Mike and his guests as they share struggles, successes, best practices, and case studies. Introducing the host of the Maker Mindset Podcast, Mike Rubini. Hello, and welcome to this new episode of the Maker Mindset Podcast with Mike Rubini. Today, we are talking about how if you take two different products with different designs, different team sizes, your target market can think that they generally do the same thing. And I mean, that has nothing to do with design or, or, or like team sizes, no. All right, let's dive in. So I'm, I'm a great fan of the jobs to be done framework and maybe I even stress the concept a a little further. In fact, I believe that customers generally hire a product to solve one problem and one problem only. I also believe that customers do not care how you do what you do, to a certain point, of course, but, you know, bear with me. Lately, I've seen a trend where the line between software products, no-code products, simple newsletters and communities has become blurry. For example, let me make an example here. The first version of my e-commerce software product called Cart, uh, that's at usecart.com if you want to check it out, had a section uh, with so-called winning products. Uh, these winning products were basically lists of in-demand products with ready-to-go advertising interests, videos for your marketing creatives, uh, you know, vetted suppliers, and more. And, um, I mean, dropshipping was booming at the time when I launched it. We are talking about 2017, 2018, and maybe more than ever. And um, everybody was selling newbies, the idea that uh, e-commerce could be plug and play. You know, you can just copy and paste this product into your Shopify store and you will make money, you know, that kind of thing. Um, selling this idea was so easy that I've seen the market being floated with new solutions doing just that. Some of them were just simple WordPress sites where someone would share a set of products. Uh, some other were just uh, communities. And some of them would just subscribe to the competition, even to my product, and then resell, uh, resell the, the, the same products to another audience, basically doing arbitrage. Uh, at one point, I counted two or three of these solutions, you know, new competitors entering the market every week. Uh, eventually, of course, selling winning products became not as valuable. And for this and other reasons, I quickly moved away from it and um, and cart now as another unique differentiator, as, a, as like a, another unique um, core feature. Um, and obviously, I mean, the idea of getting rich quick is not something that I, um, you know, I can, you know, I, I, I definitely don't want to associate with that idea. And, um, but, but the point here is that, you know, it was so easy and the barrier to entry was so low that uh, we had a lot of competition, even not from people who coded, just people who, you know, did um, different things in order to offer that kind of solution. 
and in the mind of the, of the customer it doesn't make a difference if you are a community you are a SaaS, you have code you have no code or if you are a newsletter it doesn't make a thing i used to believe that building code was a deep enough moat and that customers would notice the difference and unfortunately that is simply not true um, in fact i'm now seeing the same movement uh, you know happening with my other software product called uh, Trendly. If you don't know, Trendly spots rising trends in different industries and countries, and it's a pure play SaaS. I've seen Trendly compare, you know, being compared to uh, other other competitors like Trends.vc or Trends.co, and you know, or, or other similar products that, frankly, have nothing to do with Trendly. In the sense of, in the sense that, you know, while they, while they might respond to the same need, they end up things substantially differently. Uh, basically, these are completely different products. Uh, for example, Trends.vc is just a guy with his with his team writing about very like large things, large large uh, topics that are not necessarily trends, to be honest. And the other one, trends.co, is just a community on Facebook um, that talks about, again, general ideas on how to make money, not necessarily what's trending. Uh, again, though, just because each one of us deals with trends in some ways, or as the word trend in the domain name, uh, you know, they end up in the same mental space for, you know, for, for the customer. And they, they even take up some of my customers. The barrier to entry is also very low. Anyone can, can get up tomorrow and write about trends and not even build technology for it. I mean, you can just research online and write, right? That's it. Uh, it's permissionless, which by the way, I like. Now, building successful products has increasingly more to do with creating a category of one. I've been interrogating myself on how to do that, that uh, how to build a moat that can last. And while code is becoming more and more a commodity right now, I do think that there is still space for me uh, to build my moat with a combination of technology and marketing. I think it comes down to picking up hard, complex problems, not easy ones, which, by the way, I, I talked about in, in this podcast as well. Uh, it comes down to potentially owning a marketing channel, have you know some, you know some, um, basically a monopoly over a marketing channel if you can. And the other thing, it comes down to being very fast, which is, you know, the, a topic that we discuss very often on on this podcast. So that's basically my kind of rant for today. Sorry if this, if this is too long, uh, but. That's basically it. I think code is becoming a commodity and the barrier to entry for some things is very low and you should be wary of that. You should be picking up complex that are uh, more difficult than, than what you used to pick up before and work as fast as you can and potentially have a marketing channel that you own uh, that you can exploit. So yeah, that's it. Thank you for tuning in and uh, I'll see you 
in the next one.